Can you bless the Lord in this place tonight? Oh, yes, oh, Balatemosa. Falabana Mashabalaban. Go fratescabelumanamasemos. If Falabayabana Mashaba, go ferascabanama. Barabana Mashegolabene. For a Mashabala Kofanas. If Falabana Manama. Go fire perose. If a man a man a man a moshavandes, a paya balaba kufanasa. Lord, you are holy. Yes, you are holy. Yes, I would be my everything. Say 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are all doing well. God bless you and increase all of you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you, my son, the royal Dake Prince. God bless you. May the Lord increase his grace and anointing over your life. I pray that new dimensions of God's wealth and anointing will be released upon you in the name of Jesus. I saw a new footwear that the angel of the Lord was putting your feet in. And he said, get ready for a new level in wealth and even in the prophetic anointing. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, let the heavens open above your son. Cause him to walk even in unending dimensions of your power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please share the link, share the link, share the link. Something will happen here this afternoon. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is ready to move in our midst. And I'm telling you, God is about to work miracles in Jesus' name. I see a hospital report right now. And I see on it, I don't want to mention the name. But there is an issue of HIV that I'm looking at right now. All of a sudden, I saw in the spirit, the angel of the Lord asked me to put my right thumb on that hospital form. I did that and immediately I removed my thumb and saw a stain of blood. And he said, this is the blood of Jesus that has washed that virus. I decree by the power of the Holy Ghost that virus is gone in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Go and take a test today. Today, today, today. You will come back with a testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. I call it down. I see two angels here and they are the angels of the working of miracles that I know. Get ready. Any part of your body that is not responding to physiology, any part of your body that is not functioning in the normal way of the Lord, right now, by the ministry of these angels, let there be total change in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord restore your health. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Get ready. Something is happening right now. Spirit of the living God. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is somebody listening to me. I want to pray for you. I'm looking at somebody trying to say something to your helper that is wrong. And in fact, it is not true. I looked and I saw you are a young lady here and the church that you fellowship with you are in the you are in a relationship with the pastor's son and I'm looking at something in the spirit realm that things are working out in the area of marriage but all of a sudden I am looking in the spirit realm that somebody has gone to tell your pastor of something that is not true. And I'm looking at your pastor and his wife calling you. And they are telling you that based on what they have heard, they will not allow you to marry their son. If you are the one, let me pray for you. I am inside a church. You, that person, you need to be very careful with your friends. Because one of your friends, somebody said that it's me. May the Lord preserve you. Please, I want you to be very careful, okay? I am in a church. They have written on top of the church, sufficient grace ministries is that the church then please some of your friends they envy what God is giving to you so please be very careful are you listening to me that's where you fellowship so be, be very careful with your friends. I wish I could mention names, but I don't want any hatred here. But I just want you to be careful. God will preserve your life. And that relationship will not break in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He said that it hasn't been easy with us. There are a whole lot of things going on in this in the church. I'm sorry, I don't want to. <laughs> I've mentioned the church's name, so I don't want to say any other thing. But be very careful, okay? They did the same thing to a certain lady. Holy Spirit, help me. There is a certain lady in the church that also sings. Very anointed. They did the same thing to her. They spoke evil of her to the point where she lost a good relationship. I know. I know. So you have to be very careful. 
some of the people that you are you are talking to and working with they are ladies i am seeing them i'm seeing their names so clear be very careful Because the matter is pushing itself to that guy's mother. I'm talking about your pastor's wife. The woman trusts you so much that whatever they say about you, she doesn't believe. And she will just sit you down and tell you to be careful. But what this person is about to say, I'm seeing that your pastor's wife said it is over. So I saw that she told your pastor about it and they sat you down. So please, help us Holy Spirit. So be very careful, okay? Be very careful. The God that I serve will preserve your life. We mute the mouth of every accuser in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Any, any gossip in your church that wants you to lose what God has given to you, we shut their mouth in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I declare you will not lose that which God has given to you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it that. I don't want to say plenty of things. This year, men Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Erishta halabaya. Kemba hamohosa. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. We are about to fire prayer today. Share the link. Some of you, since you started joining Lunch Prayer Fire, you have never shared any of our links before in your entire life. You are a serious suspect. I'm telling you, mommy, Harry, God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Because witches, mostly the witches don't want to share the link because they know. And this year, if you know you are a witch, you can, I will help you. Okay? I will help you by God's grace. And we can just cast out that witchcraft from you. Because where things are going, if I catch you, that you are a witch on this platform. I will mention your name nicely. Hmm? If you know K, you understand what I'm talking about. The Indomie generation will not know, they don't know K. The same thing applies to the young boys and the young ladies. 
Akmesin this year, from 1st January to the 31st of December, if you are an unmarried person, sexual intimacy should be far away from you. If you engage yourself in any, lunch prayer fire two three months, national double frame back. I'm telling you, I'm serious. See the messiah come. Who the why you lucky? Care. You be to say zoom. You be a who be anymore. I'm not calling in the video. Not just my body. Say jam. I'm telling you, you can't come and misbehave like that in destiny. I think there is a certain um, video part of Podbean. I will work on that, and we all will join that side. If you have, if you have, <laughs> may God help us. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hey, Nanefia, I want to pray for you. Mehusu Bikra certificate awarded team. Nanefia, somebody is holding a certificate and the person is tearing the thing apart. And they said, if they are not the people giving money to you, anybody that will try to give you money, to go further in education, they will let your academic work become nonsense. Because I looked and I saw the person that was doing that was a woman. But this woman, uh, this woman is connected to your father. And the woman I'm looking at will go Mayafi, Mayafi. And I'm saying in the spirit realm, there's something they call Lily. And the woman is tearing a certain certificate. And the angel of the Lord said to me that that certificate belongs to you. They want to frustrate your academic work. Because as I'm looking at you right now, there is a door to a certain school that has opened. And I see in the spirit realm, that the money you need to pay fees is coming from somebody that is not connected to your father. And they said, for you to go to school and bring that certificate, it would be a shame to them that they could have supported you, but they did not. Then they will not allow you to get to that height. But thanks be to God for lunch prayer fire. By reason of your presence here, let that evil woman fall down in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for you. You will complete that school. And whilst you are even in the school, there is an anointing that will come upon your life. For the Lord has given you a prophetic gift. And he will cause you to walk in the dimensions of that gift. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord touch you wherever you are. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I call it done. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are going to fire prayer this afternoon. 
And this afternoon, we would handle the matter of building a hunger for God. Building a hunger for God. We are building spiritual capacity. And one of the ways to build up yourself, even on your most holy faith, is to have a strong hunger for God. Not for the things of God, but for God. Hallelujah. There are some of you, in fact, many of you listening to me, let me say it as it is. You only want anointing from God, that is all. You want to prophesy like the way some men of God are prophesying. That is the only thing. When we look into your mind and into your heart, that is the only thing there. You just want things from God, not God himself. I'm telling you. Some of you, since the day they told you you are called to be a prophet, you started desiring for the things of God, not God. Inasmuch as the things of God are not evil. Child of God, ministry cannot be compared to God. Are you listening to me? The Lord will help us. So if God says that today there is no ministry, nobody should work for me, what would happen to you? If the Lord says, my servant, royal said, I'm taking away every anointing. Don't work for me anymore. What will become of me? Hallelujah. These are things we don't want to hear. Because every day in church, we make it look like, apart from the anointing, there is nothing that is more precious in this life. Hey, you see, we are on a journey to the very presence of God. We are on a journey to the very presence of God. Now, you see, when you look at the tabernacle that God told Moses to build, according to the word of God, Moses built the temple based on the template that he saw in heaven. And based on that template, the tabernacle was supposed to be divided into three. The first part is called the outer court. And at the outer court, we have what we call the brazen altar. The altar on which they slaughter and burn the sheep. And we have what we call the liver. It is a basin of water. So anytime you enter first into the tabernacle, the first place you find yourself is called the outer court. And in the outer court, only two things are found. The brazen altar and the liver, which is a basin of water. So on the brazen altar, what happens is that you go through a moment of sacrifice. And that is what Paul made mention of. He said, Beloved, I beseech thee by the mercies of God 
that thou present your bodies as a living sacrifice unto God. So the first thing that happens when you enter into the tabernacle is that your flesh must be killed. This is the point that Paul also made mention of. In the book of Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 and 21, he said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. For the life that I now live, I live by the feet of the Son of God. So the first thing, now, take note, the journey is to God. We are going to God. Are you listening to me? God is the final destination of our journey. But before you go to God, the first step is that you need to be crucified with Christ. That is the place of you being born again and you going through the moment of presenting the members of your body as instruments of righteousness. Now, after that, after you have been slaughtered and bent on the brazen altar, take note, you are still in the first quarter, or let me say the first chamber of the tabernacle called the outer court. Now, after that, you go to the liver, which is a basin of water. It was also known as the sea, S-E-A, sea, where you are washed so according to the works of the priest, the priest will sacrifice the lamb on the brazen altar and after that, he will go to the liver, which is the basin of water, and he will wash his hands. Now, when that is done, so you see, after you have sacrificed your flesh, after you have given your body as a living sacrifice unto God, then God will now wash you by the waters of his word. From that moment, you are now supposed to journey from the outer court to the holy place. Are you following? Now, there are many believers, they have been staying at the outer court for long. They think that all that there is, is that a man... Would, would give his body as a living sacrifice unto God and that he should be washed by the waters of God's word and sanctified by the truth so the moment that happens they think they have arrived no, their journey is to God and God is not found in the outer court so after you have sacrificed your, your body as a living sacrifice unto God and you have been washed by the word of truth, this is the place when we say you have now received the first qualification to enter into the next realm of God, which is the holy place. Now, when you enter into the holy place, there are three things that are found in the holy place. The first one is the table of showbread. It is the table that has 12 kinds of bread on it. Now, 
when you enter into that place you partake of the bread of life which is another dimension of the word of God that is the moment where you begin to grow in the things of God's word you build up yourself in the word of God now the 12 kinds of bread which is known as the table of showbread we see they are the 12 levels and manifestations of the word of God so each bread stands for a dimension of God's word now remember in the book of Hebrews chapter 6 the writer of Hebrews was telling us that we should put away the elementary doctrines of Christ and move on to maturity move on to perfection now the doctrines of Christ are all part of the word of God but they are dimensions so there are 12 main kinds of God's word which manifest in the holy place as the 12 bread or let me say the show bread some of us have had only one and we have not gained mastery over even the one we have taken even to go on to the next so you see every level of the tabernacle you will see believers stuck they are not moving forward peter said i think in the book of first peter chapter 2 verse 2 he said desire the sincere milk of the word of god so that you may grow thereby so the first level of the word of god is called the, the sincere milk of his word just as a child when he's born afresh takes breast milk from the mother that is the first level of god's word take note that you were washed once with the truth now he said because you have heard the truth you have been sanctified so the truth of god's word that sanctifies us comes as a result of we hearing because it is that same word that when we hear again it builds faith the first hearing washes us and the second is what builds faith in us are you following then when you enter into the holy place you now partake of the table of showbread which speaks of the 12 dimensions of the word of god we will talk about them now after that the next thing you find in the holy place is the seven candlesticks or the seven lampstands now these seven lampstands the only thing that is the only source of light in the holy place now understand that when you are in the outer court the source of light is the sun so the the source of light because the outer court is not covered or is not roofed when it rains the rain from the sky just gets to the place directly are you following so when you are standing in the outer court you can lift up your head and see the sky you see the sun everything so the source of light of the outer court is the sun many believers are living according to the source of light from the sun 
we are not living by the eternal light of God. If unbelievers live by the light of the sun, and we that have also gained access into the outer court, we are also living by the by the by the light of the sun. What then is our difference? That is why when you are always in the outer court, it is easy for you to fall back. Even at the place of sacrificing our bodies unto God, it has become a fight. Many Christians are found in the outer court, struggling with immorality. Sin is controlling their lives. Now, the source of light in the holy place is from the seven lampstands or the seven candlesticks. Now, these lampstands also get their fuel from the olive oil. That is where anointing comes in. So we get anointed in the holy place. According to a vision that the prophet Zechariah had, he saw seven lampstands. And when he saw that, he saw two main olive trees standing on each side, left and right. And there was a tube that was connected from the olive tree to the lampstands. And when the prophet asked the angel, what are these? The angel said that the two olive trees are the source of the fuel to the, the seven lampstands. That is where it gets oil from. So as lantern uses kerosene, the lampstands also use olive oil. So I remember when Moses was telling the people to gather things. The Bible said, God spoke to Moses to gather things that he will use to make oil. And he said, God asked Moses to make oil for light. He said, oil for light. Oil for light. So God spoke to Moses and he told Moses to add some spikenard and some other, you know, spices to make oil. And the purpose of the oil is to fuel the light in the holy place. So if anointing is what you are looking for in your work with God, you will end when you get to the seven lampstands and you will never go far. If certain dimensions of God's word is the only thing you need when you partake of the 12 dimensions of the showbread, you will stay there and not move forward. Many love to study and teach. Many love to be anointed, to prophesy, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to manifest the miraculous power of God. They are beautiful. But that is not where our journey ends. Now, even after the seven lampstands that speaks of the source of the anointing and the word of God, you move to one thing that is called the altar of incense. Now, that is a small altar where they burn incense. This is what Zechariah 
the father of John the Baptist was found sacrificing incense upon according to his lot when Gabriel revealed himself to him. It is the moment of prayer. Now once you get to that place, the altar of incense is the altar where men are spent in prayer. We don't just pray, we give ourselves unto prayer. It is not the prayer for miracles to happen. It is not that kind of prayer that gets, oh Lord, my traveling dog, oh Lord, my this. No, that's not the kind of prayer we are talking about. The kind of prayer when you say, Lord, I am your currency, spend me. Spend me, oh Lord. Because once you get to the altar of incense, the next place you are going to is the most holy place. That is the place where God dwells. So when you get to the altar of incense, you cannot be praying things according to the matters of the sun. You do not pray for your needs. You don't even see your needs at that level. At that realm, the only thing you want is God and God only. And after the incense of prayer is being released, what happens is that the veil that was separating the holy place from the most holy place opens. And the moment it opens, you enter into the very location of Yahweh. And even when you enter, that place is very dark without the presence of the Lord. So there, there is a certain place where God would meet you. That place, that meeting point is actually our destination. So our destination is to meet with God one-on-one. To come and mingle with the monarch of creation. That place is where we meet one-on-one with God. Hey, it is no more about the anointing to prophesy it is about God and God only so when you enter into the most holy place that is where you will find the ark of the covenant it is known as the ark of the testimony Now, when you get to the Ark of the Covenant, there were three things that were put in the Ark of the Covenant. When God was choosing a high priest for himself, certain men who were from the Levi family, who were all Levites, and according to custom and tradition, they were all supposed to be priests. But God was looking for a high priest, one that would lead all the priests. Certain men came, they were all eligible to be priests. And God told all of them to get rods. And he said, go and sleep. The next morning, the one whose rod will bat is the one I have chosen as the high priest. Now we all know rod 
It's like, let's say, um, a staff. It has been cut from a living tree. Now, anytime you have a cane in your hand, it was cut from a certain tree that has had life in it. Once you take away the cane from it, the cane has become a lifeless wood. It is without life. Are you following? It is like you have a cane and you have put the cane on your bed and the next morning you went to check flowers have started sprouting on the cane. How? How possible? Flowers. Now that actually depicts that life has entered into the cane. That is what God did. So when all of them slept, the next morning when they woke up, the rod of Aaron had budded. And certain flowers were coming out of it. And God said, Aaron is the one I have chosen to be the high priest. And when Aaron was dying, God told them that they, in fact, they should put the rod of Aaron inside the Ark of the Covenant. So inside the Ark of the Covenant was the, the rod of Aaron that budded. And also, it also carried the tablets. The tablets that actually carried the, the written, the, the written document of God's law, which is the Ten Commandments. Are you following? Now we'll talk about all of them later. But the thing is, there is a place. So that means once you are getting close to the Ark of the Covenant, where you are going to meet with God, these three dimensions inside the Ark of the Covenant must manifest in your life. There is something you call the word of life. Now, in the book of Exodus chapter 25, verse 22. Exodus 25, verse 22. He said, And there I will meet with you. This is God speaking. He's telling the people where he's going to meet with them. God said, there is a place called there. That is where I, God, I will meet with you. People of God, that is where we are journeying to. He said, there, above the cover, between the two cherubim, that are over the ark of the covenant law, I will meet with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. And I will meet with you there. And I will tell you all my commandments for the Israelites from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim that are on the ark of the testimony. Now, if you have seen the ark of the covenant, you will understand that the lid of the ark of the covenant had a certain top surface. And on that top surface, that was where they built the two, the cherubim, who were facing each other. And their wings touched each other. Are you following? And the cherubim were actually looking on the, on the top surface of the Ark of the Covenant. Now, that top surface of the, is like the, the top of a table. That place is called the mercy seat. In fact, God did not say he will meet the people on the mercy seat. He said, 
when you are lifted above the mercy seat, between the mercy seat and the cherubim, there is a space. That is where I am going to meet with you. So when the man enters into the most holy place, what happens is that the place is very dark. He will not see anything until the presence of God. So whenever the priest enters, his purpose is to meet with God. And whilst he stands in front of the Ark of the Covenant, what happens is that all of a sudden, a certain light will spark. And that light that sparks will be the light source in the entire most holy place. Now, the glory of that light shines greater than the sun. It is called the Shekinah glory of God. That is how we got the song. Jesus, when you nam shrink, see that glory shines brighter than the sun. That is the place where we meet with God. So we meet with God in his glory. My God. And this is what happened to Moses when he was lifted to the mountains. The Bible said for 40 days and 40 nights. At that time, no tabernacle had been built. But God carried him to the eternal temple that is in heaven. And God showed him what he's supposed to do when he comes to the earth. And the Bible said when Moses was returning, he did not even know that his face was shining. You cannot meet with God and not be glorified. The Bible said whilst he was coming, the people who had their light source from the sun were covering their eyes because the glory that was shining on the face of Moses was higher than the sun they have been in for years. And they said, Moses, please cover your face. Mm. And the moment Moses covered his face, trouble started. So you see, it means the people had already decided, Moses, wait, we are used to the light of the sun. Let us stay here thereby. Now, when you understand some mystical secrets in the word of God, when we were on the mountains, I explained some few things. The Bible said manna, manna is the food of angels. Manna is the food of angels. Now, we all know as normal human beings, that it is through photosynthesis that we get our food. And when we speak of photosynthesis, you cannot do away with the sun. Because it is the process whereby green plants manufacture their own food through the sunlight. And those of you who are scientists, you understand. When the chlorophyll and all those kind of things, then the food will be prepared. So even without the sun, as men, we cannot eat. So if you are somebody whose light source is the sun, definitely you will depend on the sun. Even your eating 
will, will prove who you are. That is why fasting is a great thing. Because when you fast, you are trying to tell your body, I am not a mere man. I do not depend on you to live. So you see, the sun that prepares the food for normal human beings, the Bible said, one time, when the children of Israel slept, they woke up and they saw manna everywhere on the floor. And it always come very early in the morning. Why? Because when the sun shines, it dissolves the manna. So when the sun shines, the manna will be dissolved and it will disappear. The sun that was actually the normal power source behind our food, it is destroying another man's food. That should tell you that the food of that angel does not receive its source from the sun. Are you listening to me? Some of the man of God, please do angels eat. Yes, they eat manna. <laughs> In fact, manna is not the name. Manna, in fact, the children of Israel, when they woke up and they saw all those white, white things. In fact, can I say it? If you have seen, how many of us have seen manna before? Oh, you have not seen manna. May God open your eyes to see. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So the Lord said, I will meet with you there above the mercy seat from between the two children that are on the ark of the testimony. That is where we meet with God. You don't get to the holy place and receive anointing and receive teaching grace to teach and you think that is all. No! God is our final destination. Now can I say this? That temple, in fact, this thing, this was just a tabernacle that God asked Moses to build. And God took Moses into heaven to see a temple. So there is a temple in heaven. There is a temple in heaven. Are you listening to me? That temple in heaven is what Moses saw. But Moses did not stay just at the outer court of that temple. He went straight into the most holy place. That is to tell you, if your goal is to go to heaven, you have missed it. Because heaven is not the destination. God is. There are people who are...
Can you all hear me, please? Good. There are people who have died many, many years ago. In fact, they were Christians. So when they died, they went to heaven. But none of them have seen God. in heaven but they don't even know where God is sitting are you listening to me they don't even know where the throne of God is they are in heaven so you they told you that heaven at last we are preparing people to take them to heaven throw away that gospel We are not preparing people to take them to heaven. We are preparing men to know God. We are taking men to God. I'm telling you. This thing I'm saying, you can take it. You can drop it. When we all appear before the Lord, when we all go to heaven, you will know that there are some people you will never see them where you will be in heaven. You will never see them. You think heaven is just like one big hall that we are all there. Who told you? Who told you? There are angels that God made them. They are in heaven. They have never seen God. Angels, oh, angels. They, they, they are in heaven day and night. They have not seen God. Even the cherubim, the seraphim, the Bible said they cover their faces. They can't lift their heads to see God. Even those that are very close to God. Hallelujah. Hear me. That is why the more you journey to God and your focus is on God, your prayers will even change. Your prayers will change you. You will spend about 18 hours praying to know God. You will be praying, Holy Ghost, brood over me. Holy Ghost, show me the realms of glory. Let me see the secret things of our God. Oh, Holy Spirit, carry me. Oh, Holy Ghost. This will be your prayer. Indeed, you need money to go to school. You need money to buy certain things. But when you want to open your mouth to, to pray for them, they will be very difficult. I'm telling you. And when you keep focusing on God, you will be there when people will come and they will start giving you money. The money you should have prayed for that you did not pray. People will just bring them to you. So, 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 this is how life was supposed to be. But what do we see now? We spend hours praying for, for, for traveling doors. We spend hours praying for these things. Hallelujah. May God help us. Oh. May God help us. The problem is one. The problem is one. We have not really sacrificed our bodies unto God. That's the problem. 
Now, some of you, you love God. You really love God. But when somebody insults you, you cannot keep quiet. You love God. Hmm. But you still hold on to some traditions. A man of God, that's how I mean, I'm, I'm like this. Nobody can change me. You are not serious. Let me tell you one thing. The man that knows the Lord and the man that God considers to be a matured man is not the one that works miracles. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. The man that is matured before the Lord is the one whose character is exactly like Christ. Simple. Simple. That is why some of the Orthodox churches, they emphasize on purity, holiness, and righteous living. They make it look as if there is no gift of the Spirit. They don't prophesy. They don't do anything. They are so focused on these things. Giftings of the Spirit are beautiful. But they do not tell you. They do not let you know who you really are. I'm telling you. Do you know, if God is in the most holy place, and you got an anointing from the holy place, does God know you? Have you met with God? Can you all hear me, please? Good. If God said he was going to meet with us above the mercy seat between the cherubim who are all found in the most holy place and you just got to the holy place and received an anointing from the seven candlesticks have you met with God so it is in simple terms you can even work for God when you have not met Him. You can receive anointing and work for Him. When, and when God has not met you, He does not know you. That's the point. Okay. No wonder in Matthew 7, I think verse 22 there, the people met Jesus and said, we have used your name to prophesy. We used your name to cast out devil. He said, get thee behind me, you workers of iniquity. I know you not. Hey! Were we not the people prophesying, mentioning names and telephone numbers and date of birth? But I do not know you. I did not meet you above the mercy seat. You worked for me. And because 
you believed in me in the outer court. The, oh, the temple is in heaven, so definitely you will appear in heaven. But there are men, when I'm giving crowns, you will not appear there. And this thing I'm telling you, when you appear in heaven, you will cry. You are in heaven now, but you are still crying. That will let you know that heaven is not the destination. It is a passage route. It is the main reason why going to heaven is not really difficult. I know some of you will not get what I'm saying. <laughs> because you have told me, heaven come, heaven come, dimmy. No, listen to me. Going to heaven, the only thing you need is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So long as you hold your faith in him, that's all. You are, you are a registered member. Of the realms of heaven. That is why you can believe. Go and, go and ask the guy who was crucified with Jesus on the cross. That thief. That thief. Then no, then no. Jesus said, "You today you shall be with me in paradise." What did he do? Then no, on the cross, the guy died within five minutes. Because he believed in the Lord Jesus. And Jesus declared that. He was found in paradise. And we all know, paradise is the third heavens. And if you have understood my message on the heavens, there are dimensions of heaven. Paradise is not where the throne of God is. No. Paradise is called the bosom of Abraham. Can you hear me? So you see, going to heaven is not difficult. From today, your main focus should not be to go, should not be on going to heaven. Your focus is to, to, to grab God. Aye. You want to meet with God. You want to meet with some of you. The issue is that the troubles of this life have overwhelmed you. You cannot just forget the troubles you are going through and focus. You can't do it. You just can't do it. Some of you, you are, you are a mother when your, when your daughter or son is sick. The whole world looks so small for you. You, don't, you just can't control yourself because your daughter is sick. Some of you, when you don't have money, eh? when there is no one, it looks like God is against you. You start praying foolish prayers. Can you hear me? Some of you, when you don't have money, you start asking God unnecessary questions. Did you bring me to this world to suffer like this? Oh God, why me? Why is it that all my friends are prospering and I'm struggling like that? Oh Lord, take me away. Because you don't have money. Are you serious at all? Some of them, you quote to me, Kikamabini Chirin Amekra, no, Kikambu Bonabina Chirin, no. 
I'm teaching you, eh? we don't hear them in church. I'm telling you, some of you more say you have believed in Jesus, you are waiting to go to heaven. You go to heaven and cry. I'm telling you, because that's what they told you. Look at that. Oh, tell, when you say Osrahim, my cry, you don't get it. They don't get it. When you say kingdom of God, people think it is heaven. Kingdom. And you think oh, heaven is God's kingdom, that's all. something here okay listen to me when you enter into Ashanti region you have entered into the Ashanti kingdom hope you know that but when you go deep to a place they call Mensha. In fact, when you enter Mensha, you will not see your tomb for unless you enter into the palace. And even when you enter into the palace, no, you, have no, you will not see him. He's hiding somewhere in a place. You will have to go through a whole lot of protocols before you meet him. But you are in the kingdom when you are working at Edom. When you are at Sofolai, you are still in the Ashanti kingdom. So you have entered the kingdom. You are in the kingdom. But you have not seen the king. Are you listening to me? What does it mean? Heaven is the palace of God's kingdom. Heaven is the palace of God's kingdom. That's where God has decided to pitch his throne. That is heaven. That is the palace of God. Don't you know that we here on this earth, we are also in God's kingdom? Don't you know? In the times of old, what kingdoms used to do was that they were always taking territories because the strength of a kingdom is dependent on the widening of its territories and the and the number of nations that it controls that's the strength of a kingdom this is the reason why god is extending his kingdom across the borders of the earth that is why he called us that's why we have been called 
as prophets, as evangelists, so that we will carry the citizenship of our kingdom. So we all came from the palace and we have come to this earth to make the earth exactly like the palace. Are you following? So in the times of old, there were certain people who were known as knights. K-N-I-G-H-T-S. In every kingdom, there were the people that had mystical understanding into what the king was supposed to do in order to expand their kingdom. And when they see these things, they will go and tell the king, King, if you want to expand your kingdom northward, then this and this and this and this is what you are supposed to do. Then after they have done that, they will now appoint certain people in that kingdom and send them to the northern sector where they want to take charge of. Now, those people that have been sent from that palace, even to the north, northern sector, are known as the apostolos, which is the English word apostles. So an apostle is someone who has been sent from a kingdom to a different place so that they will make that new place exactly like the kingdom they came from. So that is the reason why we are ambassadors. Don't you know that? When you go to the U.S. Embassy, the security there is very tight. It is exactly like the um, White House in the U.S. Because they make every embassy in a different country exactly like their own country. Are you listening to me? And I've taught you these things, systems of the kingdom. I told you, when we speak of a kingdom... The first thing you need to understand is that every kingdom has a king. Every kingdom has a territory. Every kingdom has a culture. Every kingdom has a people. And every kingdom has a language. These five things make up a kingdom. And understand this. That kingdoms become strong when they multiply in territories. So God pitched his kingdom, started the kingdom from heaven, and he wants to spread the kingdom to the earth. So that it will be said that the Lord Jesus, who is our king of that kingdom, is Lord over all. This is why I keep telling you, the word Jesus is Lord is a very heavy word. It is a kingdom kind of word. Jesus is Lord. And he starts being Lord over your life before over territories. Are you listening to me? Hear me, child of God. You are here for a kingdom purpose. We are not running to go to heaven. Are you listening to me? Would you stay in that church? Let them keep telling you that. These are these people. When you tell, when you say that, hey, we we already registered in heaven, they say, hey, blasphemy. 
Ya papa yon poti sentu magufi wenyamie niso. <laughs> La nise mboni inti. Ena katane niye wonti niremo. Because the same word of God that said, God cannot behold evil. That same word said, the eyes of the Lord rangeth to and fro the whole earth, looking at good and evil. <laughs> so what, is, what, what are we trying to see? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. The Bible said, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. You see, may the Lord help us. I said, may the Lord help us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Heaven is there. You are already registered. So long as you are a Christian and you have not denied Christ, heaven is there. You, 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 in it, the moment you die, you will be to heaven. What about those who are not yet dead but are going to heaven? That's why when you listen to some of the evangelists, you should know that they have missed a lot of things. We don't say some of these things to lift our shoulders with all humility. There are men who have gone to heaven several times. They are still alive with us here. I know a certain woman in a church. She is not even a dickness. She has been she, she travels to heaven like here in Kaswa. A woman! And you, you want to die before you go to the heaven that somebody is always moving to and fro. Would you say, won't want to take you to heaven? When you say these things, you see, very funny. These so-called evangelists, eh, they've caused a great harm. Look at the way they even preach the gospel. So people believe that Jesus because they didn't want to go to hell. Because the evangelists preached hell as if Jesus Christ. And if I say something about hell today, I know many of you will leave this platform. But with time, I'll say it. I've said it here, but I did not say it the way I want to say it. Amen. There is hell. Yes, there is hell. And hell was not pre prepared for the devil. I don't know if I'm getting my point. 
was not prepared for the devil. Some of you don't get what I'm saying. Iman of God, what are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say, I'm saying it. Hell is actually the place that the devil has already pitched his kingdom. It is a place he, his kingdom already is. Hell is not a punishment to the devil. Though. Don't be deceived. It is not a punishment. Because Satan himself, he doesn't stay there. He moves to and fro with some of the beings. Some of you don't get what I'm saying. The place that God has prepared as a punishment for the devil is the lake of fire. And that place where the devil has pitched his kingdom in hell, that place also known as hell, will also be thrown into the lake of fire. So even hell has an end. The place you call Bunsenjim, hell, it has an end. That is why anytime you hear that you will be, so if you don't believe in Jesus, you go to hell and stay there forever and ever. It is not true. That's not scriptural. Mm. But there is hell. And when you go to hell is very hot, but there is no fire. <laughs> hell is hot, but there is no fire. It is because the atmosphere of hell is deprived of a certain dimension of God's presence. If you have been to heaven before, you will know that heaven is quite cold. Are you listening to me? Heaven is quite cold. A beautiful atmosphere. And what makes heaven cold is God's presence. God is in hell, but that kind of presence of God in hell is just the only presence of God. Because God is everywhere. Where they shot somebody for him to die, God was there. And where somebody's blind eyes got opened through the laying of hands of a man of God, God is also there. But these two presences are not the same. There is a place you enter. When you, once you enter the place, all of a sudden, certain spirits in you live. And all of a sudden, you start crying. There is a kind of presence that can come in an atmosphere that you will know that, no, no, no. My life is not in order. But there is another place. You can be too. And you are dancing with friends. Boswe, boswe, boswe. You don't sense that you are living an ungodly life. Now, that place too, God is there. So, you see, we have the omnipresence of God and have the manifesting presences, if there is a word like that, of God. Because the presence of God actually is in graduations, is in levels. Hallelujah. 
show you see? Hell is just the lower regions of the earth connected to the sea. That is hell, the lower regions of the earth. There is a place where the sea and the earth meet at their lower regions. Just as when you are standing physically at the seashore, you can see that there is a line where the sea meets with the original land where you are standing. The same thing happens deep, 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 deep inside. So there is a deeper regions of the earth that meet with the deeper regions of the sea. The deeper regions of the sea is known as the realm of the dead. It is because it connects to the deeper regions of the earth. All those places are classified as hell. Now, this is the place where the devil had keys to. So, anytime somebody dies, the person goes through the realm of the dead, which is in the lower regions of the sea. Anytime, anytime. It is at that place there is a western gate in that realm of the dead that leads to the abode. Can I say this? Even in hell, there is a place, there is a gate in hell that leads to heaven. <laughs> if you don't understand go and ask the rich man and Lazarus he will tell you how can you stand in hell and lift your, your eyes and you see Lazarus in Abraham's bosom which is the third heaven you are in hell and you are see, you, you just lifted your head like this and you are see, how <laughs> of you don't get what I'm saying, you know. I know some of you will start fighting with me. This year, I'm ready for fight. Because God has placed a lot of things in my mouth and I will not keep them. I will see them this year. <laughs> when I see them, I'll frown my face. When I will say, when I will Better for a no copper ice cream be the Nigeria di atem emfa. Amen. Because the children of the Lord must know the truth of God's word. Heaven is like a prison where they jail everybody according to a year of sentence. Are you listening to me? Can I say something? This one will sound some, some way, but I'll say it. Let me ask you a question. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Father, grant me grace to say this one. In the times of old, Satan had the key that was leading to the door that will open for people to journey to God in the heavenlies. And that key was the key of that door of hell and death. Because when you die, you will definitely appear in that realm of the dead. Whether you, you, you knew God on earth or not, once you appear there, 
you are supposed to pass through a certain door towards God. That door was locked and the key was with Satan. So all the people that died before Jesus, they were all locked up in the realm of the dead. Even though they lived for God, all the Isaiahs, the Jeremiahs, the Abrahams, they were all locked up in the realm of the dead. That place is also called hell. Because the key to that door that should have opened for them was in their hands. That is why Jesus, when he came, said, I now have the keys. Exactly. Jesus said, say unto the church that the one that holds the keys of hell and death, you know, when Jesus died, he went straight to Satan. He took the keys. He opened the door. And all the people, in fact, when he went there, there were people that, were, that died through sorcery. Some of them died through wars. They did not even know the Lord. When Jesus went there, he preached. When he opened the door, some people we all knew, as evil people that were into sorcery, magic, and occultism, they all believed in Jesus. We were not there. And they passed through that gate to the realms of the heavenlies. Now, the thing I want you to understand is that Jesus did not give the key back to Satan. So I can say it boldly here. That door is still open. That is why you, can, you are a Christian. When you die, you will definitely appear in the realm of the dead, but you will still be in heaven. Why? Because the door is open. You can pass through. So that door is still open. It is open though. Now, when an unbeliever dies, he appears in a certain place in the realm of the dead. That is quite far from that gate. That gate is at the western side of the realm of the dead. Now, if you keep repenting in hell, you journey close to the gate. <laughs> this thing I'm saying, it will take an encounter before you can see some of these things and understand them. So there are some people we knew that were witches. That we knew that, ah, sister, you dear, hell straight. But some of them, <laughs> I know most of you will not get what I'm saying. Let you, let, let an evangelist appear here right now. You're stupid prophet. What are you saying? In fact, they will say to me, you are antichrist. They have forgotten the scripture that said, Jesus preached the gospel and led captivity. They have forgotten he preached the gospel in hell. So people die and go to hell. Yes, it is true. But the thing is, there are people that repent in hell. And when their repentance gets to a certain point, they journey. Sometimes certain people died, went to hell, but they are no more in hell. Mm. The first person I'll mention is Judas. He even died before Jesus. So if Jesus goes there and he's preaching, who will believe first? Ah, fast now. When I say you should buy, you sorry. If you are not the, the you my, you will not back. You 
will be the first person to believe in the Lord Jesus because he was one of the disciples. He believed. Let me keep quiet before some, so somebody said this sounds false teaching. <laughs> I know it. I know that's that's what many people will say. And I'm ready for whatever they will say. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ever, ever ready. Remember, I watched a short video. A certain guy said he went to heaven and hell. And what he saw, he was moving to churches, telling them those things. So I was watching the video. He was in a certain church and he was telling them. He said, when he went to hell. You see, those people, you don't even know what is wrong with them. The things they will say about heaven, two minutes. But when they are talking about hell, three hours. That's, that's a demon that revealed that thing to you. That's a demon. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> he said, when he went to hell, he saw a certain lady, beautiful lady that was shouting, Jesus, Jesus, and the, she said, let me tell you, Jabe, Shemi, Is, LG, LG. So, he was permitted to get close to the lady and he asked the lady, why? What brought you here? He said, the lady started telling him that, hmm, in my entire life, I don't like wig. I share wig that. But, one of my friends will be getting married and the prescribed um, dress, we are all supposed to wear a wig. If I didn't want to wear it. So, a day before the, the wedding, I went for the wig. And I just decided to wear it and see if it will fit. So I, I, I put it on my head and I looked into the mirror. And once I was just looking into the mirror, I had a message on my phone. So I just picked my phone, sat on my bed to reply. Once I was replying the message, I just felt sleepy and I slept. The moment I slept, I died and I have appeared in hell. So what made the lady go to hell? Was that he put on wig? And as, some of you, the MZM, know the ministers, ministers of finance in hell. Because <laughs> wigs are kesie. Can you all hear me, please? Now hear me. You can choose to believe what I'm saying. You can choose to disbelieve. It will not change the truth. Listen to me. In fact, as a child of God, your focus should not be on hell. You are already registered in heaven. But are we still not mentioning that we should live a godly life? Am I still not preaching to us that we should live a holy life? Am I still not preaching to us that we should walk in purity? Why am I saying these things if we have already been registered in heaven? It should let you know that purity.
Christianity is not what takes you. Because let me tell you, there are certain people who are not believers of Christ. The kind of life they are living, some Christians, some pastors can't live. I'm telling you. There are some people, they will never sleep with anybody's wife. They will never fornicate. They will never steal. They are not doing anything wrong. And they are not Christians. Now, what will happen to these people when they die? Will they go to heaven? Never. Because what gets a person to heaven is not a purity of life. What takes you to heaven is your belief in the Lord Jesus. So once you have believed in the Lord Jesus, you are a registered citizen of heaven. But you still need to live a life of holiness. For what? For higher things in God. Hallelujah. People of God, take note. Take note of these things. You can choose to believe. You can choose not to believe. The Lord will help us. Your focus as a child of God is not to be is not to go to heaven. You're already registered in heaven. But there are certain things in God's kingdom that without purity of life, you cannot lay hold of them, even though you're already registered in heaven. Are you listening to me? There are certain things in the kingdom of God, certain rewards, you can never lay hold of them. If you don't give your members, the members of your body, as instruments of righteousness. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You wanted to understand the matters of, of hell. I just gave you a tip when you have read. May the Lord show us mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace. Now let me ask you a question. Merciful Lord, show us mercy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give you supernatural experiences to understand some of these things. 
do you know when a witch dies and when somebody who was just an unbeliever who was not a witch when both of them die do you know that they will all not appear at the same place in hell even though they all will go to hell they will all go to hell but they will all not be at the same place why because they do not have the same stand someone who has carried a spirit and has worked for the devil is different from the one who did not just believe in the Lord Jesus there are people who have taken the lives of others occultic men and women they have destroyed destinies and there are those who did not just believe in Jesus they, just, they were just walking about some of them believed that in hard work pace so you need to work hard in this whole church 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 thing leave me alone let me focus on my work and this these people it's not about the hard work that you do once Jesus is not in your heart once you die you will see what will happen something that looks like force will drag you to the lower regions of the earth and you know you'll be passing through a certain thick darkness i know this because i've had an experience of that before hey! hallelujah is not a place that is loving it is not a serene place struggles to breathe on the land that is what happens to anybody that goes to hell it looks like you are suffocating the original life that was actually meant for your soul is not what you are experiencing and this is what causes men to cry out unto the Lord Take note, child of God. There is nothing that will go outside God at the end of time. Let me explain.
Can you all hear me, please? Is it okay now? Great. So as a child of God, your focus should be on knowing God and entering into dimensions of God. The Bible said this is eternal life, that they will know the one true God. This is eternal life, that they will know the one true God. I pray that the grace of God will be strong on our lives in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the light of God enlighten the eyes of our understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, may God build up a strong hunger in our souls for him in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May God Build that hunger in our souls for him. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Do you want to lift up your voice in prayer? This is your prayer, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hmm. Anybody from Brekum here? Let me pray for you. You are here. You are from Brekum. I want to pray for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anybody here from Brekum? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody here like that? Quickly, quickly. Lady Pastor Becklin, I'm praying for you. We cancel any funeral. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Any funeral that will cause you and the family to go to Brekum, we cancel it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord release his covering over your family. In Jesus' precious mighty name, I declare that evil assignment of the enemy is cancelled. In Jesus' Precious mighty name. Amen. You are lifting your voice in prayer. My Lord and my God. Build a hunger in me for you. Oh spirit of the living God. Build a hunger in my soul for the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and fire prayer. Ikapam piliko shele meteka pa rapa yalama pantele kobai ipende shakuvanteli apaya ipalalama shele kovanteli kobai rateke pantele kobai rapa yalaka pampele kapam ikapam pele kapam shateli kobai 
Lift up your voice, mighty God, oh Holy Ghost, build up a hunger in me for the Lord. Apalador, 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 apalador
Lift up your voice, my Lord and my God. Oh, Spirit of God. Oh, Spirit of God. Oh, Spirit of God. Build up a hunger in my soul for you. Ah, Shadakaba. Ilaka Telekam. Ipan Telekabaya. Epaba. Apalaba. 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 Epan Telekaba. Epalakaba. This on and off attitude of walking with God must die. My Lord and my God. Ah, Papaya. Ipalatan. Ekomperasa. Ekomperasa. Thank you, oh my Father. Thank you, Father. For giving us your son. Jesus. And leaving your spirit till your work on earth is done. And leaving your spirit till your work on earth is done holy spirit you are welcome thank you jesus fill this temple the holy ghost is filling people right now let it be a prayer from the depth of your heart thank you holy spirit holy spirit that hunger that you once had for god that is no more the Lord is filling you with a new hunger for him. Fill this Thank you, Jesus. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. Thank you, Jesus. We wait. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We wait on you. with your presence let it be a prayer from the depth of your heart holy spirit 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fill this temple with your presence. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, 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 we wait on you. Thank you, Jesus. We wait on you, Lord, we wait on you, we wait on you, Lord, we wait on you, we wait on you, Lord, we wait on you, Lord, we wait on you, Lord, we Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Can you all hear me, please? Great, great. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. At exactly 5 p.m., we are all going to meet. At exactly 5 p.m., we are all going to meet. We are going to pray before we break the fast. Amen. So please get ready and join us. The favor of the Lord will locate you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Can you all hear me, please? All right, great, great. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me just talk to one or two people then. Um, we close.
we are going to meet at exactly 5 p.m so make sure you join us the lord is going to speak to us move fire prayer and the grace of god will locate our lives in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen god bless you all right bibi neighbor i'm going to pray over them for you okay god bless you and keep you all strong in jesus mighty name right after here i'm going to upload the message so you can download and listen to it again and again hallelujah god is going to release his grace and favor over our lives in the mighty name of the lord jesus when you stand somewhere to say these things and people say you are false say thank you that's the only thing you should say <laughs> say thank you to them if you have some money you can just give them some money and thank them i'm sure they receive salary when people go to hell I know the evangelist will never be happy with with some of these things. Mm, so if you are called to be an evangelist, please learn. Don't go and throw dust in the eyes of God's people. Amen. Learn these things. This is the reason why many people don't want to tackle the the matters of life after death. Because people don't want to learn. And because they don't want to learn whatever they hear from outside that is what they have believed any time they hear something new they start fighting against that is what religion can do to people because some of these people that will fight against some of these things i'm saying when you tell them to explain their side they can't When you ask them come let's take scriptures bible to bible let us all understand they will not come they heard it somewhere and they have believed it and sometimes they have a certain high level of esteem even for the men of god they heard those words from you see that kind of issue that we have in 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 ministry a great man of god said it so it is true are you serious at all a great man of god what about what jesus said are we all not seeing what jesus taught exactly now as a believer listening to me right now if somebody goes to hell in one way or the other right now that you are here when you die you have a place in the realms of the heavenlies right now you have a place in the realms of the heavenlies when an unbeliever dies he goes to hell does it take something from your salary
it does not take anything from you. So why should we go and tell them the matters of hell? Whilst there are dimensions, in fact, the gospel cry is good news. When they tell you if you don't believe in Jesus, you will die and go to hell. How good does it sound? That is not gospel. That is not the gospel. The gospel is around the death, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We were all dead. He joined us in death. And he was the first to resurrect. And we resurrected with him. So when you believe in the Lord Jesus, you activate your resurrection with him by your belief. That's why we believe in his resurrection. Are you listening to me? They don't get it why people who were sorceress and were in hell, Jesus went to preach. And the Bible said those that believed. So definitely some people believed in Jesus. This gospel, what the people don't understand is that the gospel is also being preached in hell. That is the thing they don't Meanwhile, the thing is in scripture. Okay, let's say you are in torment in hell and Jesus has come and he says, just believe in me. I'm taking you out of this torment. <laughs> and he says, me, yeah, I will never believe in you, Jesus. Hallelujah. May God have mercy on us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 19. We are closing. 1 Peter. Wow. Somebody said that. Please have a testimony. I did not even apply the, the garlic you instructed me, but a man called me to come for a check for my car. Look at that. After so many years for sale. How many of us remember? How many years? The, a word of knowledge came that somebody was selling a car for many years. And I told her to go and apply. Eight years. What? I told her to go and apply, apply um, garlic. She said she did not even do it. The moment she heard it and she was trying to do it, somebody called her. And said, come for a check. Wow. Are you just watching like that?
to Jesus. We thank God for your life. Amen. We'll talk about the other testimonies. Um, at exactly 5 p.m. when we are, we are praying. Amen. Now listen. 1 Peter chapter 3. When you read from verse 18. The Bible said. For Christ also has, has once suffered for sins. The just for the unjust. That he might bring us to God. Being put to death in the flesh. But quickened by the spirit. Verse 19. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. Now, did you, did you hear that? That when some time were disobedient, when once the long suffering of God waited in the days. Ah, so even the people in the days of Noah. <laughs> Even the people in the days of Noah that were laughing at Noah that did not enter into the ark. When Jesus died, he went to preach to them. What again do you want to hear? No, what? Is it not Bible? Jesus, he said, that's what Christ did. Definitely suffered because of others, other sins. The righteous one for the unrighteous ones. He went through it all, was put to death, and then made alive to bring us to God. He went and proclaimed God's salvation to earlier generations who ended up in the prison of judgment because they wouldn't listen. So hell is called a prison of judgment. I'm not the one saying it. That's what the Bible is saying. I told you hell. It's, it's like you have gone to court and the judge said this and this and go and, and you are sentenced to 30 years in... You, you see? This is what some evangelists don't want to believe. Oh. Meanwhile, they are preaching from the same Bible. In fact, this one, Peter even said it and linked it to water baptism. He said, so the people that were drowned by the waters and the flood during Noah, Jesus went to them in the prisons. They were captured as prisoners in hell. Now listen, and Jesus went there to, to preach. And they believed. The Bible said, which sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. Now listen to this carefully. If Jesus died and went only to those who did not enter into the ark and preached to them, there were other generations that came after the, the flood of Noah. Many, many, many generations. If Jesus went to only those who could not enter the ark and he left the others? What kind of preaching is that? Are they also no spirits that are in prison? Now, Peter is saying this to date back to where Jesus even started the, the message from. The audience of the, of the message of Jesus. 
He started everything right. Oh, may God have mercy. So put that scripture in your in your kotoje. When somebody is fighting with you over that, you can just quickly bring it out. Some other versions cry will make it sound beautiful. <laughs> Hallelujah. May God help us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The focus is not to go to heaven. It is to bring men to God. Are you listening to me? To bring men to God. One of the things that we need to understand is that when you believe in the Lord Jesus right now, when you believe, ah, somebody, eh, there's someone, Jemima Andokwao or something. I saw a ring right now. I saw a ring right now. The Lord said, I should pray for you. I don't know what you are believing God for. But this ring I'm seeing, the Lord said, it stands for your marriage. I'm praying for you. That door has opened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You have gone through a whole lot in this relationship thing. Something was done many years ago, but God has set you free today. In the name of Jesus. I just saw a ring and the Lord said it belongs to you and he has released that glory of your marriage into your hands in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The revivalist, may the hand of the Lord touch your academic life and your financial destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet, God willing, at exactly 5 p.m. Holy Ghost time. The Lord bless you all. Please, if you want to release any seed, kindly wait. God willing, this Sunday we are going to complete our fasting. You can release that seed on Sunday. God bless you. Man of God, the prophet Moses Mensah. God bless you. It's been a long time, sir. God bless you and increase his grace and anointing over your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and favor you all. Please don't miss the 5 p.m. session. It's going to be fireworks. God has a word for your lifting. So make sure you join us. God bless you all. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.
Yeah, me, bro. 